Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. I'm going to turn my mic down a little bit. Um, as you probably saw from the title of this episode, we have another guest. I'm working on getting some more guests. Um, we have Chris, I want to say Michaud. How do you pronounce your last name? You, you pretty much got it. Michaud. Yeah. Michaud. Michaud. Silent D. The D silent is D. silent and deadly. <laughs> uh, it seems French. Yes, that's correct. Uh, nice. That's two for two at this point. I think <laughs> Ooh, this is going to go well. I'm not going to keep up that record, uh, but we'll try. <laughs> we'll try. So uh, thank you for, for joining me today. This was a, a thing that we just slapped together kind of last minute today. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens. I think we have a really fun section of words today. And um, can you please tell the people who you are and what you do and what they really, really need to know about you? Okay, uh, so I am probably best known for a show I did a few years ago called Flip the Table, a podcast about cheesy and weird and obscure board games. That ran for about five years and is still out there at tableflipsu.com. Uh, but these days, I am a virtual game Wait, show sorry. host. Table in Russia, Table Flips You. Is that correct? Sort of that is weird? The, the literal tagline at the end of every show in Soviet Russia, Table Flips You. Um, three for three. Three for three! Uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> And uh, so these days, uh, in addition to my civilian job, uh, I am a virtual game show host. I get people together on Zoom, uh, and uh, we play. I try to make you feel like you're on a television game show uh, with your friends and family. And so my show is called Mall Night Long, uh, and you can find that at Facebook.com slash Mall Night Long or catch up with me on Twitter at TableFlipsU, and you can learn all about how you can hire that as a private event for your friends and family. It costs uh, less than dinner for four, I think. So, uh, so I'd be happy to uh, uh, entertain your friends and family. Awesome, and that's mall M A L L, right? Yes. The concept of the show is that you are in a shopping mall and you're running around different stores, and every store has a different fun game show challenge in it, and you're trying to build up points and money for your team to win fabulous pretend prizes. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been doing virtual game shows for probably two and a half years now. Uh, Mall Night Long itself, my first original creation, uh, is going to reach its first anniversary in February. Uh, oh, so very cool. it's been a lot of fun so far. I had a lot of people uh, come and play. Uh, and uh, I have two or three complete episodes available for folks to play. So if people feel like playing again, they can. So, uh, Very cool. Oh, so um, have you seen a growth in the last 10 months or so? Uh, are you talking about in business, like people hiring game shows? Yeah, yeah, seeing more more often, you know, as you get the word out, more people are aware of this thing. Right now, I think I have a pretty loyal audience of folks who came with me from Flip the Table uh, and who played, like, during the, the midst of the, the first part of the pandemic. Uh, it was super often because nobody could leave the house. So I, I was very, very, very busy during that time. Uh, now, I have a pretty steady rhythm of gigs, I would say, from people who who joined in, who enjoyed it, and who come back. And then probably once or twice a year, I like to do like a public event where people can just show up and pay what they want. So if you can't uh, get all of your friends and family together, I try to put those up once in a while for people to uh, kind of show up and enjoy the show that way. Yeah, that's, I think one of the benefits of this pandemic is that people are realizing that they can do these things virtually. They can hang out virtually, remotely with their friends, other people like you, and play games, you know, because it's, and for people who, who don't live near their family and friends, this is a perfect way to interact with them. So 
obviously, I'm going to put all of your links in the show notes so people can go find you and uh, hire you to uh, to to be their game show host. And uh, that just sounds super fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to come in and entertain you. And if you happen to be in certain Weird Al circles, once in a mm. great while, I'll do a show that's just for fun. Uh, and uh, there's not a cost to that one. So if you can find me there at the right place in the right time, uh, maybe you can join one of those too. Yeah, Weird Al is... Well, so that's how we actually got connected. Um, right. We, I don't even know how much exactly I can say at this point because it's still kind of in the works, but the short story is that there was a group of us Weird Al fans who did kind of like a semi-live Zoom script read of a script that somebody wrote. And uh, Chris here was the wonderful narrator. I was uh, somehow became the lead character. And um, people, people, not everybody could join at the same time. So people were recording separately. Um, but I'm really, really hoping that in the next few months, we actually get to see a final product of that. And hopefully we can share it publicly. Absolutely. You know, hopefully that will uh, come together. I can tell you that the experience of doing that, just hanging out uh, with like-minded folks who share that passion uh, for the greatest musical entertainer of all time, uh, (laughs) was a joy all by itself. It it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was super fun getting to meet new people and just be goofy and silly for a few hours. Uh, Well, would you like to be goofy and silly for about another hour? You know, that's a great idea. I feel like that would be a good thing to do for the next hour or so. Let's do it. Um, Okay, so this, the first word in this episode is tagging on to the last word in the last episode, which I have definitely not recorded. It was the word discuss, and we are going to talk about the synonym information. This doesn't happen very often where it just sort of ends up right there in the middle of the page, but you know, you just, you just got to do it the way it happens. You play it as it lies, right? Otherwise, it doesn't count. Yeah, this is like golf. Right. Also like jazz, I have said. (laughs) So so the first word we'll say is discuss, D-I-S-C-U-S-S. And the synonym information reads, oh, and feel free to just interrupt me if you have something to say. Sure. Discuss, argue, debate, mean to discourse about in order to reach conclusions or to convince discuss specifically implies a sifting of possibilities especially by presenting considerations pro and con as in discussed the need for a new highway uh whenever i see this word discuss i can't not think of uh i guess it was linda richmond on coffee talk coffee talk with <laughs> linda richmond on saturday night live talk amongst I yourselves the, the the peanut is neither a pea nor a nut. Discuss. And of course, and then that they always... would sift through the different possibilities involved <laughs> right. in that. For something that, uh... like 35 minutes? It was you the know, longest. The... Yeah. the funny thing was that they never actually did discuss anything. It was just a, no. a very silly thing to say. But the just the, just the <laughs> every every episode, every time that Linda Richmond came on, there was a new thing. Oh, I'm getting verklempt. Here, I'll give you a topic to discuss. It was a new thing every time. I loved it. Okay, And I feel like that's a technique you could use in any situation, really. It's like if you just need a second, you just throw out a topic of discussion. And then while people are distracted, sifting through the possibilities, you can uh, figure out your escape route. Uh, It's especially useful if you don't have a smoke bomb or something similar with you. 
to yeah smoke uh, bombs definitely are the number one thing but yeah if you if you don't have a thing to say if you're getting really nervous was those snickers commercials if you just need a minute just just say i'm getting verklempt and then give them a topic to talk about uh pineapple on pizza and then you make your escape while people are, are endlessly <laughs> debating that oh people will definitely debate pineapple and pizza Okay, the m- more to the synonym. We have argue implies the offering of reasons or evidence in support of convictions already held, as in argued that the project would be too costly. And so first we had discussed the need for the new highway, but now we are arguing that the new highway might be too costly. You know, I hadn't realized that there was a, such a deep ongoing narrative in the dictionary. This is sort of like a serialized drama that's unfolding. Oh, yeah. You you have no idea. I mean, when you start at the beginning, you get to see there's an overarching plot <laughs> that I will learn in about. in the middle, and that's not how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> you're supposed to start from the top. It's like a novel. The dictionary was meant to be read from <laughs> beginning to end. <laughs> Thus, this project to completely uh, make it happen. So we'll, we're working on it. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Um, And then the final word, debate. This one suggests formal or public argument between opposing parties. As in, this, there's a, oh, okay, so there's a couple examples and more information. So the example is debated the merits of the amendment. And, but there's more. It may also apply to deliberation with oneself. As in, I'm debating whether I should go. I have lots of debates in my head. How about you? Uh, I have so many debates in my head. Usually, uh, they take place right as we're pulling into the Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) drive-thru. And I have about 15 seconds to make a decision. And then all of a sudden, every possibility unfolds in my head. And time slows down. And I don't know if it's going to be caramel toffee or... Uh, the seasonal red velvet or whatever mm-hmm. it is that's going to happen that day. And it's an utter panic. Uh, it is the worst moment of my life. And yet we keep going back. Of course. And, 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 and through all this time, you've never once thought I should figure this out before we get there. You know, I, I think about it and then uh, I get distracted uh, by discussions about pineapple on pizza. So Maybe dis- yeah, discussions, arguments. Um, in my brain... I think all the options would just fly out of my head. I would like I can't even think about what are the options to even debate over uh, until I can actually see them in front of me. And that's that's it is very difficult to pick which donut you want. Yeah. And then I wake up at three in the morning. I was like, French vanilla. Ah! And then I'll remember that for next time. And then I don't. Absolutely not. Never. Right. Oh, go. Thank you for bringing up donuts. Now I want a donut. You're welcome. Well, we've only got about 55 minutes left, so uh, yeah. if you can hang in and white-knuckle it from now until then, you'll be okay. I'll see if I can handle it. Um, <laughs> as a, uh, I think, semi-regular listener to the podcast, you might be aware of this very silly sound effect that is supposed to happen after each yes. word. What Do you have a sound effect in mind? Yeah, I think I think because the sound effect is intended to provide a natural transition from one segment to the next sort of signal the listener and ease them into the next word. But this is sort of an indie sort of hip kind of thing where we want to subvert expectations. So I think I have a sound effect that will help to do that. So if you want to toss to the next word, I'll try to do the the sound effect and we'll see if it works. 
Uh, okay, so we finished talking about the word, we finished discussing the word discuss, and now we must move on to the next word. No! <laughs> uh, if you are on Patreon, which at, at currently there's only one person, you will get to see the video of this. And I have to point out that he uh, turned his head away from the mic and screamed, <laughs> what I can only tell is at the top of his lungs... <laughs> The word uh, was it? I'm no. I'm a professional. Okay, we 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 are gonna do this the right way. We're not gonna blow out and overmodulate these levels, but we are gonna subvert the expectations of the sound effect. That's how we're gonna do it. <laughs> so that so that was the word no screamed at yeah. the top of your lungs, right? Yes. Good thing I'm not at home right now. I'm actually <laughs> in an empty office. Okay, <laughs> the next word <laughs> is discussant. So all we did was add an A-N-T to the word discuss. It is a noun from 1926. One who takes part in a formal discussion or symposium. Ooh, it sounds very proper and fancy to be a discussant. I know. It sounds like something like if you're on the McLaughlin group, mm. like, and they're introducing, like, here are the discussants for today's McLaughlin group. A very timely on example. Television. Yeah. Yeah, a very modern, hip. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Knows everybody the will understand group. this context. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't. I don't. Yes, I have definitely never been a discussant. Uh, I don't really go to uh, any sort of political conversation thing. I don't know. Uh, but yes, and I, I would definitely like to be called a discussant, though. That sounds fun. I feel like that's something we could bring back because basically, a panelist is also yeah. a discussant. Right. Uh, and, and so, you know, like, we are definitely discussants right now. We're discussing right? the words and the definitions. So, yeah, we are. We're uh, two discussants discussing. Or if you were to go to like New York Comic Con and they had a panel about, say, mm. the new Batman movie. Here are the discussants who will educate us about the new Batman movie. I, I hope I hope that we can bring this word back. What did I yeah. just hear? Was it Dilly? Was that today's episode? Dilly? Dilly. Um, yeah. I think we got to bring that. It's a Dilly that of a back. word to try to bring back. Yeah. Good luck. So, <laughs> the change.org petition will be in the show notes. We can, right. uh, we can make that work. No! <laughs> the next... Oh, sorry. I took. I did that while you were drinking. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> While he's laughing, he the next turned word. turned it against me. <laughs> hey, you know, this is this is all your fault. I blame you. Almost had a 911 call on this podcast recording. I think I subverted <laughs> your lungs or something. The next word is discussion. Uh, should we have a discussion on how this is the best sound effect ever? We, we should. We should also have a discussion about warning somebody before. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. Fair point. I will not do that again. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just better the other way. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We, what happens. we both have drinks, so uh, we'll we'll be careful, careful, careful or uncareful. You, the listener, can decide for yourselves. Yeah. What do you want? Call in now. You can't. It's not live. Discussion is a noun from the 14th century. Number one, consideration of a question in open and usually informal debate. So a discussant gets to be part of a discussion. So that one is informal debate. Now, but number two is a formal treatment of a topic in speech or writing. 
So it is both a formal debate and an informal debate. It is yeah, both I, things at once. I guess the formal one, this is more of something where uh, there's not a lot of information here, but what I'm thinking is that it's more of one person who is writing a discussion about a topic or speaking about a topic, but all by themselves. But the other mm-hmm. one is more informal, typically, and it's a... Uh, uh, and it involves discussants. The, multiple people are having a discussion. Got it. Okay. So I think discussants that's what it is. have a discussion. Yes. Uh, panelists have a panel. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's the difference. Okay. That's, and, that's, that's uh, great. And if you are, you could write your own discussion on a topic, and that would also be a discussion. You're discussing yeah. it with yourself. You're just telling people what you think. I always think of like, when I hear the word discussion, it's like, your parents are arguing. It's like, what are you doing? We're having a discussion. So that it's fine. Yeah, it's everything's fine. cool. Everything is fine. Go, go play jacks or read comic books or whatever children do. I don't even know. <laughs> play some board games. <laughs> Not um, a bad idea. What would you like to do the sound effect now? Okay. No. <laughs> wow, he's going for it full, full Fully force. Committed. Yep. The next word is disdain. First form, noun from the 14th century. It is a feeling of contempt for someone or something regarded as unworthy or inferior. And the synonym is scorn. So, let's see. You have contempt. I think we're back to pineapple on pizza at this point. That's right. My feeling about it. Do do you have uh, contempt for uh, pineapple on pizza? Uh, you know, I'm not a big eating things that are good for you person in general, <laughs> and I think pineapple falls in that category. So it's it's not so much the application of pineapple on pizza for me. It's the application of pineapple on literally anything. Um, oh, pineapple is be- so good, though. Yeah, I'm sure it's good for somebody who doesn't have the palate of a child. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I definitely, I, I still have the palate of a child. Uh, I, it has definitely evolved over the years. I, I now enjoy things that I didn't used to enjoy. Um, but, you know, it all, it's just, uh, it's just, it's repetition. It's, you know, your, your body gets used to new things. So, like, you know, yeah, donuts, right up my alley. There you go. If you had to name something that you disdain, just off the top of your head. Oh, how much time do we have? Can I even think of something? Um, there are so many things. And yes, my the brain just shuts down when you're trying to think of something. Um, there are, oh, there, I feel like I was just thinking of something recently that like, oh, I just, I just hate this so much. Um, people, I like to say just people who are closed-minded in yeah. general, I, that's well, that's definitely one of the first things. I believe that they are uh, regarded as unworthy or inferior, and I have scorn and disdain for them. <laughs> right. People who, who like to yuck people's yum, right? Mm. It's like, you, hey, I enjoy this thing, and you don't have to enjoy this thing, but please just let me enjoy this thing. Yeah. And, and, and don't become a discussant in my Twitter timeline about how you don't like this thing. This is not up for discussion. This is, I'm just telling you how I feel about a thing. Uh, I'm sure later I'll think of something even better that I have disdain for. Three in the morning. Bad drivers 
Oh my God, how many bad drivers have I seen recently? People turning left from the right lane, people turning right from the left lane, people driving, turning left on a red light. The things that I have seen just in the last like two or three weeks of being bad drivers is like, it's insane. Ugh, sounds like a nightmare. Okay, I'm warning you, I'm going to do a sound effect. Okay. Okay. I'm braced, ready. No! <laughs> Reaching into the Cookie Monster vocals for that one. And, and I just love that it's just the word no. Right. Okay, this second form of disdain. This is a transitive verb from the 14th century. One. To look on with scorn, as in disdained him as a coward. I am so, disdaining at you. What's your best disdain face? My best disdain face? Okay, look closely at the podcast audio so you can see this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. That's the yeah, most I'm disdained sure, I'm sure that comes across. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess disdain him as a coward is looking at somebody who you think is a coward in a disdained way with that face. Yeah. Maybe this will get people to uh, join the Patreon. Probably not. <laughs> Uh, Number two, to refuse or abstain from because of disdain, as in disdained to answer their questions. I refuse. I refuse to answer any more questions. I'm sorry. I feel disdain for your line of questioning. All the questions to this point were fine. This next question you're thinking of asking causes me disdain. So we're just going to move on. I won't ask it. Fine. Let's instead say number three, which is to treat as beneath one's notice or dignity. Ooh, this this is like a very one. subjective word. This is all like, yeah. oh, I feel better than you. But whatever you are, I feel better than that. So I have disdain. This A good example of this is whenever I try to talk to somebody about Monopoly. <laughs> and there is immediate disdain from the other end of from the other discussant in that conversation i'd be like hey i enjoy playing monopoly and they're like i'm immediately better than you because i don't (laughs) so do they give any more reason than that probably not there's plenty of reasons and uh they're all incorrect from my perspective yeah Uh, so uh you, you can read out about it in my very very long book about it which i will someday write someday uh, there was a time when I was collecting Monopoly g- games. It, I wasn't c- collecting everything that I came across. It was more like, ooh, I like that theme, so I'm going to collect yeah. that. Um, but of course, I never played them. I never had the time. I enjoy Monopoly fine. Maybe I'm somewhere in the middle of you and the people who you have disdain for, or they have disdain for the game. But yeah, I just didn't play them. So I, I, I've still kept a few. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, I, I don't want to get rid of this collection but it's definitely uh taking up space um i think i must have had like at least 20 different monopolies the board games they do take up space that is a thing yeah especially uh, from the shelf behind you yes (laughs) and this is this is a cross section that you're seeing in the video it's not even the whole uh oh i'm sure maybe at the end of the episode i'll actually have you read off the titles of every single one over there if you are willing yes 100 percent we I think we that have would be to funny. do that. All right. Um, okay, a synonym for the word disdain is despise. So yeah, basically, if you despise something or someone, you disdain them. It's it's almost a complete sentence. Like if you were 
to be upset about those who commit espionage, you could say, I disdain, despise. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it when people throw me off with their wonderful puns. Yeah, that, that'll land for somebody somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, in the nice, nice. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it might be your turn for the sound effect. No! It's, uh, no, I was just answering your question. That's... Okay, so I, so you will not do the sound effect. Is that what I'm gathering? No, no it's just, no, you, you can go ahead and go again. All right, we're just going to skip a sound effect this time, and <laughs> we're going to move on to the word disdainful. Adjective from circa 1542, full, full of or expressing disdain. A synonym is the word proud. So if hmm. you are full of disdain or expressing that you are proud, that doesn't quite track. I, I guess never, you, ever made that association. Yeah, I guess it's, if a, you're it's like, a good thing we're reading this now so we can start using it the correct way. Yeah. Th- because that's... I've always thought of like, I'm proud of my children and my accomplishments and my general resiliency. Uh, but it turns out uh, you just hate all those things, probably. Right. <laughs> the only way that I can think of that this makes sense is that if you are like extra proud of yourself compared to somebody who you have disdain for but that that even is kind of a stretch i don't know yeah that one's weird um disdainfully is an adverb and disdainfulness is a noun i'm warning you disdainfulness okay all right i'm i'm bracing no (laughs) i don't know what happened there (laughs) i i appreciate the direction We're, we're taking this in new and unique places. That's what the sound effect is all about. Just evolving. It's having fun with it. Exactly. We'll, we'll get it perfected by the end of the show. Yeah. I didn't want we'll to go like it. full volume. So it just sort of went something weird. Um, okay. okay. We are changing gears here. We now have the word disease. Ooh. It is a noun from the 14th century. Number one is obsolete. And the synonym is trouble. Hmm. Uh, so we don't use this in this context anymore, but I do think that's kind of funny. Ooh, uh, I'm in some trouble with the law. I got a, I got the a disease of the law. I got the legal disease. <laughs> the legal disease. Or imagine like if, if your kid gets caught with a hand in the cookie jar and, and you storm into the room and like, you are diseased. Ah, take me to the hospital. <laughs> Number two. A condition, oh, this one's pretty long, a condition of the living animal or plant body or of one of its parts that impairs normal functioning and is typically manifested by distinguishing signs and symptoms. And the synonyms are sickness and malady. Yeah, I live in Maine, and uh, every time we have a windstorm, I learn just how diseased the trees on my property are uh-huh. uh, because stuff always breaks off. And then once in a while, a big stuff breaks off and we have to chop it up in little pieces and get rid of it. So uh, so that's no fun. No. And you, I'm sure you get pretty big storms up there. Oh, yeah. Big, uh, big old snowstorms every year. It's kind of our thing. Do you have snow right now? Uh, we just had all the snow melt, actually. Uh, we did get a, a bit of a snowstorm and then we got a big rainstorm that melted everything. But uh, yeah. usually January, February, that's when we really get clobbered. 
Yeah, I'm in Chicago, so it's very similar. We we just got the storm with all that big cold stuff coming through. We just got a storm. Uh, but yeah, now today, like the last two days, it's been in the 50s. And so it's all melted pretty much. And uh, yeah, January, February in Chicago also definitely worse for the weather. You can, uh, yeah, I guess find your diseased trees. There you go. That's one way to do it. The diseased trees. I think that's a good band name. Oh, absolutely. Uh, somebody that would play in a biker bar somewhere. Yeah. Or perhaps the basement uh, of a bookstore. The, or, the, the, or the attic of a bookstore. Oh, even better. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I feel like this is such a big topic. Well, we'll read number three first, and then we'll maybe sure. talk about it f- a, a bit more. So number three is a harmful development, as in a social institution. Ah, uh, yeah. So um, I guess if there's some... I don't know. What would this be like? I guess it could be people, but it could be... Um, some sort of systematic thing in place of, oh, we got a disease, we got to fix this, we got a problem. I don't know. Everybody's behaving a way that's probably not helpful or is actually really damaging, but everybody's doing it because everybody's doing it. Right, right. Like get people to stop doing it. You can't. We can't do it. We got to stop all the doing it. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I think of like a college or a, a university. If all the kids are you know, doing some sort of social media. Oh, you know, back in the day where there were all those things, there was like the plank thing that everybody did, or I don't even remember what those were called, but I I, I, I <laughs> would call I those a of, disease. of social disease, the yeah. first thing that comes to mind is planking. Don't you? That degenerate sort of damaging, you're going to ruin your life. You're going you're gonna to give yourself... Spinal problems for the rest of your life, all for just a, a good photo on your MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> yeah, planking. we can't we can't do the planking no more. No social disease planking. Um, that's what they all say. So I don't know disease, <laughs> a d- disease of the body. Um, th- I, I don't even know really what to say. I hope I don't have any diseases of my body. Do you have a disease? Uh, I currently do not uh, have, well, I have asthma. I suppose you could call mm. that a disease of the body, but I manage it pretty well. You do medicine and exercise and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, your lungs but, are, uh, it impairs normal functioning of your lungs. That works. Right. That works. That works pretty well. And so, uh, which is why uh, when I was a kid, I mostly played Nintendo and did not play sports. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I no. did that too, but I that's not because of asthma. It's just because I oh, was okay. uh, lazy and uh, didn't want to go play outside. Although you could I have told me it was asthma. I would have believed you. So, yeah, yeah. You know. Asthma seems like it really people. sucks. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It's uh, It sucks, but then uh, if you take the right medicine and do the right things, sometimes you can feel better. So That's good. Um, yeah. We, we sometimes get real serious here on this show. Sometimes <laughs> Talk it's about important diseases. topics. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about disease. There's a lot of diseases. I think that a lot of them are largely preventable if people eat right. Uh, they don't eat only donuts. They maybe throw in some pineapples now and again. Um, and you don't uh, what to do, Spencer. <laughs> and then also exercise. Those are good things to stave away the diseases. We don't want you diseases. Stave it off. One, two, three. Now we can count to three. Diseased is an adjective, and um, the etymology is basically. Uh-oh. I think dis- Spencer. I think we're frozen. Are you? I'm not frozen, but you're. Oh, uh, you're not. You're frozen. just coming back. All right, I got you. I got you. I got okay. Who? 
Okay, good. Maybe we had a little bit of an internet hiccup. Oh, scared right, me. Made it through. The internet was diseased for a moment. It was. Um, yeah. The etymology is basically literally just dis plus ease. So dis is the prefix that means like kind of opposite or bad. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, ease. It's sound effect time for you once you finish that big gulp of liquid. <clears throat> no. That was the creepiest damn sound I've ever heard. <laughs> if I, if you, okay, if you close your eyes and you listen to that sound again, just imagine, what, what visual do you imagine that thing, that sound coming out of? It's not good. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not this bespectacled asthma ridden guy that I see on the other line here. It's some sort of giant monster. I don't know. No. Uh, theater oh. of the mind. Yes. That's what we do here. That's yeah. what this podcast is all about. Unless you're watching this on Patreon, which you are not. <laughs> the next word is diseconomy. So it's the word economy with dis. Noun from 1937, number one, a lack of economy. If there is no economy, there is a diseconomy. And number two, a factor responsible for an increase in cost. So the thing that makes the costs go up is the diseconomy. I feel like there's a in diseconomy joke in there somewhere, but I'm not finding like, it. Like diseconomy? Like, ah, diseconomy, everything costs so much, inflation's terrible. Um I hate diseconomy. I've, I've, I've never the idea of diseconomy is weird to me, and maybe that's just from growing up in modern society where we're very steeped in capitalism and that kind of thing. But mm. the idea that there is just an absolute void, a vacuum, no economy whatsoever—I can't get my arms around that. Apparently, the dictionary can. Oh yeah, um, there's but, a word for everything. But I feel like even like if we abolished money tomorrow, there's no money people would still like trade things with each other and that is an economy yeah uh what, what yeah but it's sort of breaking my brain because like you said even if in like a developing countries if there isn't money like you said there's there's trading things that is an economy so what would a lack of economy be unless unless it's a different definition of economy than what we're thinking which is entirely possible I don't know. Uh, well, we have we're, in, to wait. we're in the D's and not the E's, so we exactly. won't know for uh, several weeks or months until we get oh, there. Oh, for sure months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll do a little estimate. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess the fall. The fall of 2023 is when we're going to get to the word economy. <laughs> Hang on tight, because we'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah. Th there's a very good chance that I'm going to take almost two months off between D and E. I need, a, I need a little bit of a life. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay, that was diseconomy. It is time for me to say, no! <laughs> Disembark is next. A verb from 1582, starting with transitive, which is to remove to shore from a ship. What? To remove to shore. So if you're getting off to of get a ship, a like a boat. Right. Yeah. Uh, you're getting off and the you're boat. getting onto the shore. Yeah. The way that it's worded, though, is very strange. To remove 
to shore from a ship. I think that's Remove because it's transitive. So if you're yeah. li- if you're moving a thing, not yourself, but if you're moving a box from the ship to the shore, you are removing it to the shore from the ship. Um, intransitive, number one, to go ashore out of a ship. So this is where you're taking the action for yourself. Number two, to get out of a vehicle or craft. I think every time I get out of the car, I'm just going to say, okay, I'm disembarking. Let's disembark from the car. Let's disembark the car or maybe the slide at the playground. You, you embark and then immediately disembark. It's a very sh- of, short time very between short. embark and disembark. Right. Uh, disembarkation. Disembarkation. <clears throat> that is a noun and a fun word. And uh, what, how many things can we embark and disembark from? I've said this multiple times. We got trains and planes and automobiles and boats. Buses. Yeah. That's all I got. Disembarkation. Yeah, that's, that's a good a word. a lot of syllables in it. Disembarkation. Five. Um, I don't have anything else to say about disembark, but I do think that I should say disembark from my car now. Oh, it's sound effect time for you. All right. Oh, God, no! <laughs> do you live near anybody? Is there a... a... Uh, I'm home alone right now, which is a, a distinct advantage for this recording. Yeah. So there's no, like, but... neighbors on the other side of that wall. I, I think we're about to find out. <laughs> so... You're going to be so worried. Uh, okay. The next word is disembarrass. Uh, we are not we are not disembarrassed or embarrassed either way. Um, this one is a transitive verb from 1726 to free oneself from something troublesome or superfluous. The synonym is the word extricate. So now this doesn't seem like it's the embarrass that I think of. Right. This is like, like when I heard it, the first thing that came to mind was like, I've done something embarrassing, and then someone comes along and says, don't worry about it, I disembarrass you, and it's just immediately dispelled. Right. Uh, You just get out from the embarrassment somehow, but it it sounds like it's more like an escape, almost? Yes, yes. Extricate, you're freeing yourself from something specifically troublesome or superfluous. Um, so maybe when you're when you're done recording this episode with me, you will be disembarrassed because this is very <laughs> troublesome. <laughs> um, you have no idea how embarrassed I'm going to be, but um, so I guess when we read the word embarrass, uh, we'll we'll learn more about what what is this troublesome thing. I don't know. I have so not I think heard... I'm understanding this because uh, I think about the idiom an embarrassment of riches, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that means you're way too rich you have too much stuff so if you are disembarrassing yourself that means you are giving away all your things all your riches all your possessions yeah or whatever it is you have an embarrassment of uh so so i guess that makes sense and riches definitely can be troublesome and superfluous uh and so yeah i mean i guess when we get to the em section maybe winter of 23 or 24 uh (laughs) we can uh we'll learn about what that actually what that actual definition is opposed to ooh, i'm so, so embarrassed it's a, it's a cliffhanger for this time next year yeah pretty much <laughs> stay tuned kids come back come back please uh, 
Okay, it is sound effect time, and I don't remember whose turn it is. Uh, I think it's your turn. No! I'll just take the initiative. Thank you. Um, the yep. next word is disembody. Ooh. <laughs> Transitive <laughs> verb from 1714. I don't know why, but I do love this word. It is to divest of a body or corporeal existence or of reality. Oh, wow. Breaks my brain a little bit. Um, so in that one song, when they're talking about the floating disembodied mm. head of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Just then the floating It's not just that the head is floating, disembodied. It's that it has broken away from our reality altogether. Uh, yeah. Which makes that line way more intense than originally imagined. Yeah. I think that if there is a floating head anywhere, uh, it has definitely broken from reality. Not any reality that I am aware of, unless it is tied to strings and somebody is manipulating it like a puppet, which also would be fun, but I don't think that's the case. (laughs) Uh, Yes, disembodied head from a body. It is not a part of its body. Um, I have never been disembodied before. I have never gone into another reality, not that I can think of. I have never had a near-death experience. I have never astral projected. Uh, I'd like to. I've, uh, I've watched Rift Tracks. They have uh, Disembodio, the robot, who oh. helps you to sync your uh, audio of the jokes and riffs with the movie you're watching. Oh, so nice. Maybe that's another way to understand it. Because uh, Disembodio will read a little bit of the dialogue, and the idea is you try to sync up Disembodio on your audio file with the movie that you're watching, and then you know that the jokes are going to be timed correctly from that point forward. I and love... then once in a while, Disembodio will pop in just to make sure you're still in sync. Mm, that's good. Helpful. Like, yeah. Did you pause? We didn't pause. You got to keep on right. going. That's a good name for that for that robot, because... If it's not in sync, he is going to sound very disembodied That's from right. yours. Yeah, that, I like that. I have not watched any of these riff tracks things. I have seen a handful of Mystery Science Theater episodes, but I haven't even seen all of them. And well, it'd be tracks, hard to see all of them. I'm sure there are people who have. Yeah. There, but there is quite a volume. Yeah. Uh, a lot to explore there. And then riff tracks, where I, I know that they do a lot of these, but where do, do people get to see them? Mostly. So there's a lot of places to see them now. Like they have a whole website and you can just mm-hmm. buy videos directly from them. But uh, they have a channel on Pluto TV where they show the movies all the time. So you don't have to sync it all by yourself. Uh, Amazon Prime has a ton of them, mm. uh, as do a lot of the streaming services. If you just search Rift Tracks, there'll be like a handful of them that you can watch. Uh, so they've kind of transitioned from selling a separate audio file that you play along to more... Uh, they sell the movie too. They get the rights to it and they sell it as a whole package. But once in a while, if there's like a big Hollywood movie, like say Cats, that they can't get the rights to, they'll do just the jokes and let you do it the old fashioned way. Nice. That oh, that sounds so much fun. I feel like yeah. I, that's like something I want to do. I want to be a part of that. Uh, oh, we were talking about disembody. <laughs> I forgot. This conversation became disembodied from the subject of yes. at hand. So uh, the corpor- corporeal existence. No! <laughs> this is sort of the sound you make 
when something becomes disembodied yeah. from you. Yeah. When my head gets detached from my body, <laughs> it is screaming no. <laughs> Please don't dis- don't don't disembody my head from my body. Um, okay. We have another really fun one coming up. But okay. first, we have to talk about a word that I don't know, which is disembogue. It is spelled D-I-S-E-M-B-O-G-U-E, verb from 1595, uh, starting with intransitive, to flow or come forth from or as if from a channel, Um, like a channel of water is what I'm thinking. Um, And then the transitive, which is archaic, is to pour out from or as if from a container. So if you're just pouring out your water, you are disemboguing, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess if like you're at McDonald's and you want a half Sprite, half Diet Coke, then you would disembogue Sprite into half the cup and disembogue Diet Coke into the other half. Exactly. See? And this- then... You'll have an out-of-body experience after you drink that. You might. Yeah. Uh, the etymology, this is from the, the Spanish disembocar, which is from dis plus embocar, which is to put into the mouth. Uh, that's that's what that verb means, which is also... So the opposite, then, of... Uh... <laughs> to put into the mouth. Yes, yes. It's the opposite of putting it into your mouth. Um, and the word... M embocar is from the the Latin and or Spanish word boca, which means mouth. Mm. So mouth, putting things into the mouth, and then you put the dis in front of it, and you're taking it out of the mouth, although the definitions had nothing to do with the mouth. Um, it's just about liquid. Hmm. Disembogue. So, definitely a word I completely understand and will now use all the time. Exactly. Like this next word, sound effect, please. Uh, No! (laughs) Something's chasing you, I think. (laughs) Uh, This next word is disembowel. (laughs) This one is a transitive verb from 1618, number one. It's just to (laughs) to take out the bowels of. And the synonym is eviscerate. So literally taking the bowels out of a thing so they are now disembodied from whence they came. I guess the most family-friendly example of that is like Thanksgiving. Ah. When you buy the you buy the, the turkey and you have to take all the stuff out, I guess technically you're disemboweling that turkey. Oh, for sure. I mean, I have Although never someone, done that. Someone's kind of done some of the work for you in that case, but... Yeah, I have never done that myself, but yes, I guess if you get a turkey that still has all of its bowels in it, uh, you do have to disembowel it, and that's not disgusting at all. No, not one bit. It's everything is fine here. It's cool. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Just make a spiral ham. You can skip all that. I'll give you a topic to discuss. (laughs) (laughs) Number two for disembowel is to remove the substance of, as in... A program disemboweled by spending cuts. Oh, okay. So now we're getting into sort of exaggeration and sort of uh, 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 artistic language for these sort of things. Yeah, it's more of the metaphorical bowels. Mm, Yeah. When they fired all the writers from that show, it disemboweled every 
sort of creative merit the show had. Yeah, you know? all the, the good substance yeah. it went away when they removed the bowels. Um, yeah, I guess I guess uh, when we die, we might be disemboweled. It depends on what you want done with your body. Uh, lots lots of people have done this. I have never disemboweled anything, but hunters, you know, they got to disembowel whatever they killed so they can prepare it for meat or something. Like, I can barely handle ground beef without, yeah. like, wash my hands ten times during the cookie process. So, so no, I do not have the stomach to be a hunter or something similar. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not for me, for sure. Yeah. Uh, disembowelment. That is a noun. I don't know if that's the one who, I, I guess, are you doing a disembowelment or have you, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's the noun. When the disemboweling happens, it is a disembowelment. Get in, loser. Uh, We're doing a disembowelment. <laughs> and, uh. I, I hope that nobody makes a mint called a disembowelment. <laughs> I that really nasty. hope that somebody does do that. Well, yeah, uh, kind of that, that too. It, yeah, yeah. it comes out around Halloween, and <laughs> it's a fun novelty that you can give uh, to people. Oh, oh the, the brain just, it just go, where? What, what would a disembowelment be? Somebody will come up with a good one. Maybe it has bacon in it. I don't know. Bacon <laughs> and peppermint. Yeah. Yeah. the next word is disempower so it's not not disembowel this is a p disempower transitive verb from 1813 to deprive of power authority or influence also make weak ineffectual or unimportant and disempowerment is a noun you are removing the power from the thing maybe when you are disemboweled you are also being disempowered maybe or like if you're at work and they're like don't ever do this thing unless you run it by me first you've been disempowered to do that thing or make that decision yeah they they're saying i still have the power you can't have any of the power it's my power it's like i will tell you when fries need to be made you you don't need to figure that out on your own. I manage our supplies and I will make that decision. You are disempowered, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> it is my power. Um I don't know what else to say about disempower. <laughs> I think we got it across. I think I think we we painted enough of a picture there. Yes. I did love the uh the fast food fry <laughs> example though. It's true to life, because that's exactly how that would happen. Oh yeah, uh, except absolutely not. The um, the seventeen year old manager is telling the fifteen year old fry cook, "I will tell tell you when to make fries." I gotta be at least sixteen, man. There's paperwork. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so in that sense, fifteen uh, year olds are disempowered from working the fryer because they're not alone, legally. So legally right yes some some people do things they shouldn't do and that's a reality of of the cruel world that we live in yes it is yeah oh cruel world no you're on a you're on a streak with these sound effects i think you you found it i think you found the rhythm uh, okay we'll we'll see if it uh if it lasts (laughs) 
if my voice even will last. You get to do the next one, the, which will be the last one. But first, okay. we have to talk about the word disenchant. Transitive verb from circa 1586, to free from illusion. Mm. Uh, disenchanter is a noun. Disenchanting is an adjective. Disenchantingly is an adverb. And disenchantment is a noun. I hear this most in the context of when I play magic with my buddies on a Thursday night. And and somebody casts a powerful enchantment and, and somebody else is like, is somebody going to disenchant that? They're going to run away with the game. Um, uh, I haven't played magic since I was in high school. Are there, can you, if you have like the right cards, can you stop an enchantment from happening? You can do anything in magic if you have the right <laughs> cards yeah. for it. Assuming those cards haven't been banned or errated or whatever. Um, right. I played very actively in high school and very early college. Then I switched to a game called uh, Vampire the Eternal Struggle for a few years and collected that pretty avidly. But in the most recent two or three years, my friends got into playing the commander format. They own all the cards. They are competent deck builders. I am not a competent deck builder, (laughs) but I borrow their cards and I play and I hang out with my buddies. I mostly lose, probably because I'm playing with their cards and I only kind of understand what I'm supposed to be doing with them. But, but that's, it's fun. That's the key part. Just kind of yeah. understand the game. <laughs> just just enough to get by. Just yeah. like this experiment we're doing today. Exactly. Uh, just yeah. enough to be dangerous. Right. Uh, disenchant, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it kind of ties into the next word, and I need a sound effect from you. Okay, this is the last one, right? This is, yes. Right, so I'm just gonna, I just got to hit it as hard as we can. We're going to big finish here. here More than you did before? Is that possible? No! There, now somebody's going to call. Yeah. <laughs> a murder has been taken place. Has been taken place. The last word is disenchanted. Disenchanted. Yes. Somebody Adjec- did get rid of the thing. They got rid of the thing. They got rid of... It has been... Right. There is no enchantment happening. It has been disenchanted. No illusions. The synonyms... No. It's an adjective from 1832. The synonyms are disappointed and dissatisfied. Oh, okay. That kind of disenchanted. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, <laughs> it's still still the same same idea. Right. Uh, have you watched the uh, animated Disenchanted show? Oops. Past Spencer was wrong. Here's future Spencer saying that uh, the name of the cartoon by Matt Groening is actually Disenchantment, not Disenchanted. Oops, sorry about that. Sorry for any confusion. Back to the show. Uh, I have not. Uh, my oldest daughter, who is eight at time of recording, uh, is really into that kind of thing. Mm. So I'm sure that I will very soon. Um, she she definitely liked The Descendants quite a bit. So I, I understand it's kind of in that vibe. Okay. I have, um, I've heard of The Descendants. I haven't seen it. The, the Disenchanted is a bit on the adult side, oddly. Oh, okay. So this it, is something else then, not a uh, a Disney thing that I'm thinking of. Oh, no, it's not Disney. It's made by okay. Matt Groening, who did The Simpsons and Futurama. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, that's definitely something else. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking of the sequel to Enchanted, oh, which is called Disenchanted. Y- yes, yes, so yes. And this is why we read the dictionary, <laughs> because sometimes a word can mean two things, and we need to understand that. What? That never yeah. happens. What are you talking about? You're right. That new movie, uh, I did see the trailer for that. Uh, it's called Disenchanted, and it looks yeah. looks like a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it's a good old-fashioned, fun Disney good time and not the thing for uh, not young kids. That's the other yeah. thing. I don't know exactly how for not young kids it's for. Does that Was that English? Um, but yes, if, <laughs> if you like The Simpsons and Futurama, uh, Disenchanted is a very fun, uh, silly cartoon that's four. I think they've got four seasons. But it's it's wow. all in a fantasy land. And so, but I like, when I think about um, the definition here, disappointed, dissatisfied, um, it's a it's you get a little bit of that vibe like oh it's fantasy but also it's kind of real life so it's not as fun fantasy as you mm. might think it is yeah and the movie that you just mentioned disenchanted i pulled up the link over here uh that also is it's kind of like real life i'm kind of maybe disappointed in maybe the way things are going i don't know yeah yeah so what what a great way to end the show on disappointment. <laughs> on a big <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> I am so dissatisfied with everything that we did today. Leave um, your review on how disenchanted you are with the dictionary. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. When I'm but done with do this, no. I'll write my own review. I was so disenchanted by this whole <laughs> this whole book. This uh, was so disenchanted. Five stars. That's there was, <laughs> yeah, obviously five stars. There was no plot to this novel. Um... Okay, so those were all the words. I will quickly reread them, and you get to pick a word of the episode, if you okay. like. Sure, sure. I'd we love had, We had discuss, discussant, discussion, disdain, disdain, disdainful, uh, disease, diseconomy, disembark, disembarrass, disembody, disembogue, disembowel, disempower, disenchant, and disenchanted. I'm going to choose the word diseconomy because I am fascinated by how that can possibly even exist. Mm. And and that has, has just tugged at the curiosity in my brain to try to figure out under what conditions that even happens. How is how is there absolutely no economy whatsoever unless you're just in an empty void of nothing like a vacuum yeah right uh right. yeah i am very curious about that too and i the only thing i can think of is that it's using the word economy in a way that we are you and i are not thinking of and so like people from the past maybe yeah yeah i i feel like there are other uses to that word and i just am not smart enough to think of what they are um but you know, in maybe uh, 10 months or so, we'll actually get to this word economy and we'll get to learn all about that. <laughs> set it up for the sequel. Yeah. So, so keep on listening because you never know when I'm going to get to the word economy. That's right. And we're It'll not be... uh, going to tease it. We're no. certainly not going to tell you. You got you to figure it out yourself. Yes. Uh, would you like to sing a little song about diseconomy or not? Uh, sure. You can also uh, just let's... sing the word. That's perfectly fine. Uh, no, it, it, this is important. I feel like I need to, as the guest, fulfill my full duties <laughs> okay. as the guest. So, so, this economy is a complete lack of economy, which is all you can afford in this economy. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I right. liked it. Perfect. You, you did your duty. Good duty. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, we did the thing. It was we, fun. We did the thing. Uh, would you? Do you want to read all the names of those games behind you? Yep, or you asked me, so I'm doing it. Want? Yep, this is your show, and and it's your funeral here. So Six. here we go. 
Monday Night Football Interactive TV Card Game, The Weakest Link Game, Clue VCR Mystery Game, The New Tic Tac Go Game, Space Jam, Saved by the Bell, Sale of the Century, Robocop, The Interactive VCR Game, Qbert, Jeopardy, Remote Control, eBay, Spy vs. Spy, Terminator 2, Pac-Man, WWF Wrestling Challenge, The Price is Right, 1986, uh, Doctor Who... Uh, time traveling action games, Scattergories, Sleeping Queens, Yahtzee, WWE Raw Deal, The Muppet Show Game, Hello Kitty, Wrestling, The Game of Professional Wrestling, Waterworld, Wayne's World, Candyland, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pokemon, Thundercats, Doctor Who, uh, Interactive Electronic Board Game, The Simpsons, Don't Panic, Oh What a Mountain, uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, Hoth Ice Advent Planet Adventure Game, Hello Kitty Picnic in the Park, Pitfall, Myth- Mythbusters, Beekman's World, uh, Predicaments by Joan Rivers, Jackpot Yahtzee, Clue DVD, Murder, She Wrote, Batman Returns, Party Mania, Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek, <laughs> The Lost World, The Vampire Diaries, Solar Quest, Elmo's Birthday Game, VCR 221B Baker Street, The Harlem Globetrotters, VCR Charades, Clue 2, Murder in Disguise, Star Trek Chess, uh, Yahtzee Texas Hold'em, uh, Star Wars Lupin Chewy. Pass the Bomb, Password, Trivial Pursuit, Bargain Hunter, Ghostbusters Monopoly, Vampire Hunter. I think that's as many as I can get out. <laughs> that's, that's, that's more okay. than gold right there. That okay, was perfect. That was amazing. Uh, and these are all owned by an adult man. <laughs> <laughs> Who definitely it's, it's does not long, have kids. It's a long, interesting story uh, that you can learn at tableflipsu.com and go back and listen to Flip the Table, which is no longer in production, but is still out there for people to enjoy, and I'm uh, very proud of it. So That was wonderful. Thank you. I That was ab- about as funny as I thought it would be, especially when you got to <laughs> Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for this. This was a blast. And oh, Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me on. Uh, this was a super fun and, and, I'll admit, very on-brand thing to do, to just riff on words from the dictionary. Exactly. It was a fun challenge, and I appreciate the chance to do it. It's always so much more fun with a guest. Uh, Just yesterday, I recorded a couple episodes by myself, and I was like, wow, this is just so... And maybe it was the words. I was like, this is just so boring and lame, and like, ah, I wasn't inspired. But, you know, when I get to talk to somebody else, it's way more fun. Spencer, you got to work on your self-talk, my friend. (laughs) Hey, I think sometimes it's great. Sometimes I have a lot of fun with it, and sometimes I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. But I got to do it. Yeah, you know what? And that's okay. Because if Saturday Night Live can hit and miss sometimes, then anybody can. So. <laughs> it's, yes. We all It's, it's are a volume allowed. business. It's, it's, if you produce in bulk, some of it has to be good. Exactly. So. Especially with a podcast like this is the bulkiest of podcasts. <laughs> that's the tagline. There's your blurb for the back of the box. It's the bulkiest. Yeah. That's... When people buy the, uh, the, the Blu-ray set of this whole thing when it's done... <laughs> The bulkiest of podcasts. I need this in 4K. Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, Well, that is going to close us up for the day. Um, Go check the links if you want to find more from Chris Michaud. 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 Michaud, if you're a normal person. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, I think think you definitely need to have him host your game night because it's a lot of fun. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. No!